Thanks and welcome. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and President of BBB Western Ontario. And Ask BBB is a program that gives consumers information from businesses they can trust. You know, we're all aware that technology has changed or is changing just about everything we do. Business exists today that were not possible without the Internet. One very successful enterprise here in the City of London is Voices.com, and its founders recognized early on that the World Wide Web provided an opportunity to connect talent and producers and change the world of talent agencies. And later on Ask BBB, we'll talk about vacations and provide you with information on scams to watch for as you travel. Unfortunately, where there are tourists, there are con artists, and you need to be alert. That's later on Ask BBB. Right now, we are delighted to welcome one of the founders of Voices.com, Stephanie Cicerelli, the Chief Marketing Officer with Voices to the program. Stephanie? Well, thank you for having me on, Jim and Linda. This is great. So first, let's just share a little history of Voices.com. It looks a lot different today in 2017 than it did when you started with the idea that, according to the story on your website, was mapped out on a napkin at your kitchen table. That's absolutely true. Uh, we still have the napkin. It's, it's oh, kind really? of like not quite a museum piece, but, you know, yeah. it's it's old and it has its special place in our story. So, yeah, we just started it, my husband and I, literally from our kitchen table and, and in a condo in downtown London. And, um, you know, we, we really wanted to use our gifts to help other people. But we realized that, you know, having our background audio for David and, and voice for me, um, you know, we were getting voice work. So everyone listening knows that you're listening to just a voice. It's kind of called voiceover. Uh, it's a career that people have. Um, at the time, we were doing this sort of work. But, you know, as the story then unfolds, what we ended up doing was helping other people to get the same sort of work that we were doing. And that was exactly what we mapped out on that napkin in the kitchen was to connect businesses and brands with professional voice talent. Did, did the vision you have then come anywhere close to where you are now, Stephanie? I don't know how many times I've answered that question, and I, I still can't believe it myself. But yeah. but honestly, Jim, no. Like, we were two people, you know, two people who were entrepreneurs and bootstrapping a business and, and not really knowing, you know, like what would come next, honestly, and, you know, raising a young family. But, you know, if you were to say – Stephanie, could you ever picture employing 100 people and being in downtown London and in a big office tower and in having the space that you have now? I, I wouldn't have ever been able to foretell that, no. Well, well, one of the first things we think of uh, when we think of voiceover and this is this medium we're on right now, radio. Uh, but voice talent's needed in a lot of other areas and you were working there. Well, what are some of the other places that voice talent might be needed that we wouldn't recognize? Yeah, well, whenever you hear a voice on an app on your phone, well, that's somebody's voice. It was sampled somewhere in a studio. Uh, you know, you might hear a toy talking to you or an elevator. Like, I don't know how many times you've heard second floor going down. Something like this. Uh, and that's okay. not my voice. Trust me. I, I haven't been doing this for years. Um, but, you know, it's the sort of thing that you, if the voiceover is good, you don't notice it because you're not thinking about it. The voiceover is there to either educate, inform, or entertain you. So uh, another venue for the voice that you might not be thinking about is in the grocery store. You know, you might hear, uh, you know, are you getting enough carbs in your diet? Like when you're in the chip aisle and you're like, no, no, don't tell me about that. I, I don't want to focus on that. Um, but you might hear a parking meter talk to you. But oh. – you know, that's technology. Whenever there's a new piece of technology that comes out, we're we're there with voice too, not just TV or video games or that sort of uh, application. 
So there's a lot of places where voice talent is called for. If someone wants to work as a voice talent, do you do auditions to assess their talent levels? Well, the beauty of the marketplace is that anyone can be signed up and basically audition for work that suits their voice type. Uh, you know, it's up to the client, really. At the end of the day, it's their ears that are deciding whether or not that person is the right voice for their job. So in effect, you know, if you're a freelance professional, you want to get voice work, you can go on Voices.com, you can create that profile and then fill it out so that you can be invited to auditions that match what your profile says. Uh, but at the end of the day, as we love to say, it is that client who is in the casting director's seat and they're the one who is going to decide. They know it when they hear it. Absolutely. Okay. What sort of equipment would somebody need to get into the voiceover business uh, if they were signing up? Well, today, technology is so accessible. You know, the costs have gone down for home studio. Uh, literally, you could have a laptop with a USB microphone, uh, maybe a good set of headphones and, and an internet connection that, that doesn't falter on you. You know, if you've got this sort of setup in a quiet space, which is very important, then you can get going and start auditioning for work and, and certainly experiment as a voice artist. There are other options, of course, but to get started, it really doesn't take all that much these days. So is setting up an account with voices like setting up a small business? Like, What are some of the things that help make it a success? Good question, Linda. So it is like setting up a small business. In fact, it is. So I know a lot of people who come from this area are usually artistic and they're not thinking about the, you know, the business side. They may not even be technical. You know, they might not have an audio engineering background, but the software that's out there now, pretty simple to use. Um, but the three things that we say that talent should have in their wheelhouse, if they want to, to make a real go at being a voice artist from home, a voice actor, if you will, is that they have the artistic skill that they have technical skill, and also that they have some business acumen. So yes, it does mean that when you are marketing yourself online and you're spending money, that is a business expense. This is not, you know, coming out of your personal checking account and you're like, oh, I could have spent that money on like going out to a, a great restaurant with my family. Um, you know, you have to think of it as this is actually an investment in my career. This is not something I'm taking out of my own personal funds. And, and that separation or distinction is very important for people when they start to do freelance work, especially when it comes to promoting themselves and thinking about what that investment is and how it is a business investment and not something that comes from their personal. And that may take uh, some rethink for some people, especially the RT type. Uh, so what does it cost? Depending on which membership you choose, there will be a different cost associated with it. So if you're just starting and you want to kind of feel the website a bit to see, you know, how do I upload a demo? How do I do this? How do I explore Voices.com before I commit? There's a membership called Guest, and that's actually free. So you can sign up, you know, for a free membership on our website, provided you choose the guest option. And for those who are semi-pro or professional voice artists already, then we have a premium membership. And there's an annual option there, which does save you money. It's around $400 US a year. And the, the other one, which is our monthly version, is, is around 50 US per month. So Voices.com is a Better Business Bureau accredited business. Obviously, there are other businesses in this field. Besides looking for the BBB seal, what are some of the questions people might want to ask or things they should watch for uh, before signing on with a company? Well, I think anything uh, that an artist or a voice actor should be looking for when they sign up 
for a service similar to Voices.com is how, you know, am I promoted? What are my options for for kind of the different work that's out there? And also, how am I going to get paid? Because frankly, that's a big question. And a lot of people want to know that. So uh, with our website, we actually have a mechanism in place that allows the entire transaction to take place on Voices.com. You know, there are other websites out there that do not offer safe ways to be paid. So something that I would look for is just that accountability piece and knowing that if work is posted on this website, that it's completed there, that there be some kind of feedback and review mechanism in place. Um, Ours is transaction based. So if you can find something like that in the various marketplaces that you might be considering, then that would be one of the best ways of determining if it is actually a safe place to do business. And of course, if this BBB seal is there, then you know for sure. Absolutely. You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guest is Stephanie Cicerelli, one of the founders of Voices.com. After a short break, where you will hear several examples of voice talent, we'll return to talk about how you as a company can find voice talent. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Linda is the CEO and president of BBB Serving Western Ontario. And our guest this morning is Stephanie Cicerelli, co-founder of Voices.com. And we've been talking about the success of Voices.com and how voice talent can find work by setting up an account. And now we'd like to explore the other side of the equation, how companies or producers contract that talent. Stephanie, uh Welcome again to the program. What what sort of companies come to Voices looking for talent? We have companies of all sizes that come, but, you know, some brand names you might recognize include Google. We have the U.S. Army who uses us, um, Hulu, uh, Lumosity, Bell, you know, Shopify. These are just some examples of the companies that work with us. And is it just voice talent that you provide for them? Mostly, but we do offer translation services if they do need that. And that really does open up a whole new world for their brand because they may have audiences in a variety of locations that need to hear their message in the language that they speak. So how does it work? There are a couple different ways that a client can use Voices.com. So, you know, they can either come to the website on their own and they can go through the motions of either searching for talent or posting a job to audition talent. And that's really great. I know a lot of people enjoy that because it allows them to remain kind of in control of that entire creative process. For people who love to manage projects or have a department that does that, that's usually the option that they choose. But for other organizations who, for whatever reason, might have time constraints, um, special needs, or or they, they may need to uh, have a non-disclosure agreement or something of that nature, then those clients will opt to work with our team at Voices.com. So there are account managers in place that can help those companies, and uh, we offer them a full service in that sense. So we'll manage their project, but beforehand, we'll learn more about what it is that they want to do, identify what their brand voice is and what they're looking for, and then we'll post that job for them and audition the talent and send them some samples as per their request. Now, I know that you have certain education for the voice side, so people learn how to go about uh, doing voice work. Uh, Do you have an education process for the companies and how they go about choosing a voice? Definitely. Well, we have a lot of resources that we can point them to, you know, if they want to go that route, if they're using the site on their own. Um, But one of my favorite ones uh, is our new podcast, actually. It's called Sound Stories. And we just help the creatives, the people who are in charge of actually posting these jobs, to understand their company, their brand, and their own messaging, their creative process better. That will help them down the road with using our website or just in general terms. So we love to help coach them. I know with the talent that you're referring to, we have tons, Mm -hmm. tons 
tons of resources, including Voice Acting for Dummies, the book that we have in bookstores. Uh, but for the clients, we found that because they're also different, Jim and Linda, like they come from such different areas and anyone can really come to the website to get a voiceover. The one common denominator is that they are all creatives and they're in charge of doing a project. So we're, we're focusing in on that to help them however we can. And certainly whether they're using the website, listening to the podcast, or they're working with an account manager who is skilled in these areas, they're going to have a great time and learn a lot. So once a company contacts uh, Voice Talent, what is Voices.com's involvement? If a client contacts a voice artist on online, we'll say, using their own account, then basically what they're doing is they are hiring the talent through the site. So that interaction, usually we don't get involved in that. They're, they're doing that together. Now, if they want to work with our other group, the account managers I was referring to that mm-hmm. provide the full service, then the interaction that the client has with the talent is not as direct. And it certainly takes a load off of their shoulders when they just want to get the business done. And we help them by managing that relationship with the talent on the other side and getting the audio to them at the time that they would like it. So in some cases, it's uh, the algorithm that connects the voice talent and the company and no human interference uh, on that end. And then in other cases, uh, it's a complete service. So I guess it's a graduated thing, is it, Stephanie? It can be because some people may start using the website on their own, you know, thinking, oh, this is great. But then they may have that project that has 12 different languages and some of them are really hard to find. And they're like, how do I get a 12-year-old girl who speaks Swahili? You know, like you might not find that person as easily, um, but if you're working with someone on our team, they can find those talent. We call them the hard to find talent or hard to find languages. Um, that's really where we do specialize in, in helping and having that kind of insight into our membership base. Um, but if you're a client using the site, of course, our search engine works really well. You can do searches for any number of different voices. Uh, but if you want that extra attention or you don't literally have the time, maybe you've got financial requirements where you can't use a credit card online. Some businesses um, have special, uh, they need to be invoiced, for instance. Then we have other options for that too. So what's the cost for a company then to hire voices through voices.com? Well, it would be the going rate, really. You know, like we have a floor, we'll say. So a, a client cannot post a job for less than $100 US. Um, but we also have a rate sheet that gives them an idea of how much it might cost to have a national television commercial recorded or, you know, how many hours of e-learning training, you know, do I have? And what does that look like in terms of cost? Like we have different ways of quoting that they can look at right away. So they can learn as they go. You know, um, uh, when we started out talking about that uh, company that was developed on a napkin, it really has grown into a worldwide company, hasn't it? Uh, you talked about different languages. So um, it's way beyond what you started with on the napkin. It is. In fact, uh, I know that we have crossed through boundaries of geography, time zones. Like It's almost as if the world has opened up. And in, in that same breath, you know, we're working with people in 139 countries in the world. Really? Yeah. So, so it's like, oh, my gosh. And we have different departments, actually, uh, at Voices.com. And certainly within our sales organization, there is a global team. So they're calling Europe. They're calling the Middle East. They're calling Africa. They're calling into Asia. Uh, you know, time permitting... If they're all awake, they're calling Australia. <laughs> you know, depends on, on the client and what they need. But but we're really servicing the entire world, in effect. So are the lights on 24-7 at Voices.com? 
Not quite, not quite, but uh, we do have people who will start as early as, mm, let's see here, 6 a.m. Sometimes they come in a little earlier if there's a session they have to direct, but but we do have kind of time shifting for some of, of those staff who are working in different time zones, especially those who stay later for the customers that we have over on the West Coast. Stephanie, it's both been uh, informative and it's been interesting to hear of the success of Voices.com a London company that's not worldwide. Thanks for being our guest this morning. Well, thank you very much. You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guest has been Stephanie Cicerelli, one of the founders of Voices.com. And Stephanie, we thank you very much for sharing your story with us this morning. Stay tuned for vacation scams and how to avoid them next on Ask BBB. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Linda Smith, CEO of BBB Western Ontario. It's vacation time. You want it to be a time of relaxation and enjoyment. The last thing you want is more stress or a vacation you can't forget because of a scam or unpleasant encounter. So this morning, we have a few plan ahead and heads up tips to help make it a good time. And the first thing is planning where to go and making reservations. Searching and looking online is a more popular way to do that. But there are some things that you need to be aware of. It is common for scammers to copy the images from real resorts and set up a phony website. The accommodation is frequently priced very attractively, so you start the process. You are asked to put down a deposit on the rental and send it by wire transfer. When you get to your destination, the property either doesn't exist or is nowhere near the condition you were expecting. So the first tip is, when online researching your vacation destination, don't believe everything you see. When searching for a trustworthy vacation rental, be sure to visit legitimate websites that are well-known. Many businesses specializing in vacation rentals have employees who are constantly looking out for scammers and can help you validate whether a listing is legitimate or not. Check out the company on www.bbb.org to see what others are saying. You should get it in writing before you provide any kind of payment. Review the terms and conditions, taxes and fees and cancellation policy and don't pay up front with a wire transfer or a debit card. Always use a credit card or PayPal. And those are things that are protected and have records on. Are there things to watch out for that uh, might tip you off that you're on a fake website, Linda? Uh, Look at the URL bar, or some people call it the address bar or the navigation bar. That's where you'll find the address. If the brand name is a subdomain of another's URL or part of a longer URL, it may be a scam. For instance, brandname.scamwebsite.com, part of a longer URL, companynamebooking.com, or use an unconventional top-level domain, brandwebsite.net or brandwebsite.co. So you really want to take a good look at that and maybe look for examples, eh? Uh, Yeah, and look for a secure connection. Make sure your personal information is being transmitted securely by ensuring that web address starts, starts with HTTPS and has a lock icon on it. So we do our research, we arrive at our destination, and we're ready for a good time. But you need to take a few precautions and be on the lookout for scams that are at very least will cost you more or be or maybe even ruin your holiday. Okay, let's just go over some of the things as time permits here that we should be aware of. Hotel phishing. Never give credit card information to someone who phones or comes to your room. 
only trust the front desk. Scammers contact guests claiming there is a problem with their card and they need to see it or get the numbers. Uh, Double dipping. Be very wary of clerks and cashiers claiming there's a problem with their machines or your card. If they try again or write down your card information and security code, you may pay twice or more. So get a receipt so you can promptly take it up with the card company if you su- if you suspect you've been scammed. And there's bonus damage chart claims. So to protect yourself from phony damage claims, take a picture or a video of any car, motorcycle, scooter before you drive it off the rental lot and ditto when you get to your hotel room. So there are a lot of things that you really need to be uh, aware of. Um, if travel involves a foreign country where language, currency, laws, and traditions are different than they are here in Canada, it's uh, an even greater reason to be aware. And Jim, the government of Canada has a travel travel website with a lot of information. Go to travel.gc.ca and there you'll find everything from passport information to what to expect when you return to Canada from a foreign country. So we want to say happy holiday. <laughs> If you're well-armed. Well, that's um, all the time we have for Ask BBB this time around. Contact us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at BBBWesternONT. And if you have any questions or guest suggestions, tweet us at hashtag AskBBB. And we want to say thanks to today's program producer, Chris Lavoie, BBB Western Ontario's Operations Manager and Sales Manager. So until next time, I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, ask BBB. And start with trust.